Dance Your Heart on Fire podcast, episode number 31. So um, I think it was a, a big step for my personal development, you know? Mm-hmm. It was like, um, for me, stop my, my job, going to dance was like a big risk, you know? I wasn't really trusting myself. And it was like, okay, I know how to dance, I know how to teach, but I don't know how it will happen. And I was always scared, you know, like, uh, and if tomorrow it stops, I have no job and everything. Mm-hmm. But I said, okay, I have to push myself and to do it, you know. <laughs> Welcome to the Dance Your Heart on Fire podcast, the podcast dedicated to inspiring dancers worldwide whose hearts have been touched by music and dance. The universal language of dance and music is spoken by many of us throughout the world. We want to motivate the dancer in you by sharing stories, insights, and ideas to enhance your journey. Join us now with your host, Charles Ogar. Hello, hello, everyone. This is Charles with the Dance Your Heart on Fire podcast coming at you with another episode this week. And this week we are having another special guest on our show. We have Anais Mion on the line and she is an international Kizomba instructor um, from Paris, France. She has been dancing Kizomba and teaching Kizomba for a really, really, really long time. I remember when I first started dancing Kizomba and these people were already kind of doing the choreographies and the shows and things like that and i recently did a podcast with sophie fox and i know you two are good friends so um i wanted to go ahead and reach out and have you on the show here as well so hello anais hello how are you good (laughs) i'm glad that you made time to be with us here on the show Mm, thank you i'm very happy to be here Definitely, definitely. So, for those people who may not have heard of you before, Anais, can you go ahead and let our audience know a little bit about what you do today? So, I am a Kizomba teacher, dancer, and performer. So, I started in 2009, and then I travel everywhere to teach and to perform in the world Kizomba. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah. And I also organize some events, but small events for charity things. But I think we're going to talk about that later. Okay, for sure, for sure. (laughs) Okay, so um, just wanted to tell you also that uh, if you know the company Island Touch, so I'm one of the choreographers. This year, I'm going to choreography uh, the Ladies Kizomba Touch. So it will be a mix between uh, hips movements, but most of uh, steps, because uh, I want that girls show the steps and not only the hips. So 
if you want to join us, just stay in contact with the Island Touch. All right. So our people are listening. Before we get into Kizomba, and I know Kizomba is kind of like your main focus now, I'd like to delve a little bit into your personal history and ask how you first got started with dancing in general. So um, I'm born from a mother who was a dancer and she was trying to bring me in dance, like uh, like um, ballet, cl classical dance when mm -hmm. I was younger. But unfortunately, I was hating that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I think I stay like one year jumping everywhere. <laughs> and my mom tell me, okay, we cannot continue like that. You need to stop and do something else. Mm -hmm. So I go to gymnastic. Okay, awesome. And I, yeah, and I did it for, I think, 15 or 14 years. Oh, wow. That's a long in, time. In good level in France. And so it was like I had 13, 30 hours per week mm -hmm. to practice. And I had also a choreographer who make us working what I hating so much, like a classical scene mm -hmm. <laughs> and everything that was necessary for the gymnastic. So it was my first, my first contact with dance. After that, my sister, she was a famous salsa dancer. She mm -hmm. was dancing 10 years with Leon Rose. Oh, wow. And, nice. Yeah. So uh, she bring me in salsa because if I wanted to see her, I was I, I my only solution was to go in salsa and to see her. So she bring me a bit. She show me a bit the things in salsa. So it was my, my second uh, contact with dance. And after that, I was working for a label of alcohol. Mm -hmm. Don't drink too much; it's bad for your heels. <laughs> <laughs> and I was working for them two years like, as dancer in some clubs and everything. And then after I meet Kizomba, and that's it. Now I'm here. Nice, nice, nice. I know you're living in in France now. Were you born in France? Yes, yes, yes. I'm born in France in two hours of Paris. My dad is from Martinique, mm -hmm. uh, Caribbean, Caribbean island, and my mom is French, but I'm born in France. So you know all about the history of Zouk and Kassav and all those guys, yeah? Yes, yes, everything. I'm born in Zouk. It's like my dad always told me, stop listening to Zouk so much. You need to listen to Zouk. No, but I love Zouk. It's very romantic. Yes, but life is not romantic. Nice, you know? <laughs> <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Okay, well, let's go ahead and talk about how you first found out about Kizomba because my dance was also, my first partner dance was definitely salsa as well. Mm. Um, so it'll be interesting to hear your story of how you first got introduced to Kizomba. So my first introduction in Kizomba was in uh, Paris. My sister, Noemi and Leon Rose, they, they have a party in Paris. Mm -hmm. The name is Alva. And I was working for them in this place. And in this time, I didn't, I didn't dance. It was just dancing like that or something like this, but not really. I wasn't a professional dancer, you know. Mm -hmm. And so in my free time, I, I come to Paris to help them for the party. And the thing is that they are the first one in Paris who introduced the Kizomba in Paris. So it's like it, it was some instructor in Paris, but the community was so small and mm -hmm. not developed. So they say, okay, so we have the salsa party with uh, class before the party and after you have the party to practice and everything. 
And because they, they meet Kizomba somewhere else, they say, okay, we have to do it and try with Kizomba and friends. So they try with Kizomba and I was working and it grew up very fast. Mm-hmm. And I see, oh, I like the music, I like the dance, and and that's it. It was my first contact with Kizomba. So the first time you saw Kizomba, you liked it? Yes, so much. I like a lot. I like the music because it's very close to Zouk. Mm-hmm. So for me, the first time, I couldn't make the difference. It was like, okay, they're singing Portuguese on Zouk, but uh-huh. that's okay, that's right. <laughs> I can hear that. <laughs> and then I saw, I saw some people dancing. Mm-hmm. So it, the style was very different. You mm-hmm. know, in this time it was so small. So the technique wasn't so big and it wasn't so developed. But it was nice to see people. I was telling me, okay, I'm a bit bored with Zook because mm-hmm. we always stay on place and everything. And I wanted trying tango. So I try one time a workshop in tango and mm-hmm. I say, Oh, tango is nice, but it looked like very boring with the people here. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if it's like this, but my first experience was this. So, yeah. <laughs> and after that, I say, ah, oh, so it looked like zoo, but it looked like also tango. Nice, like nice, that. nice. Yeah. Okay, so let's go back a little bit further because before you said that you grew up with Zouk and Zouk was romantic, and you danced from Montanique and things like that. What did you guys dance? Did you guys partner dance to Zouk or was it just something that you listened to like while you're washing the dishes and things like that or? No, you listen it. I, I was listening all the time in my house, in my bed, everywhere, mm-hmm. you know. But I was young so the only moment I could dance was to go to party. Mm-hmm. For example, you know, here in France there is so many places very famous for the tropical party. Mm-hmm. And so I was going outside like all people in my age. I go to the club and dance and with all the people was here, you know. It wasn't like with only one partner. Or, no, you just go to the club, like you go to dance hip-hop, you know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And now in France, if you put Zouk in Kizomba party, the people start to be mad. You cannot do it here. <laughs> okay. Um How, when you first saw Kizomba and you said the steps and the technique was a little bit different, can you talk a little bit about those differences? Because I'm kind of curious to see what it was then and then what you're used to. And then obviously what we have now is very different from when it first started back then, for sure. The first point was that it wasn't so many styles because the community and the people who was here before, before me, for example, they was doing Kizomba, but not... Oh, can I explain? It wasn't so big, you know, so it was some some steps, but I don't know, I can explain that. Mm-hmm. That's it's okay. like the style was different and also it wasn't so many steps. It was like uh, maybe, I don't know, like 10 steps mm-hmm. and one, one lift very... Uh-huh. Uh, time everybody was lifting it was (laughs) like crazy it's like you dance up lift you dance lift lift it was crazy it was my generation was was the lift generation (laughs) (laughs) and yes that's it 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 wasn't same the way the people dancing was more maybe more with the soul and less with us thinking about steps and Mm. everything that makes very, sense. Very small te- technique, yeah. I got that you. was cool, but was very small. Okay. I think if it was staying like that, it, it wouldn't be so interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. So, um, you're, you're a salsera, 
and you're with your sister and with Leon Rose in Paris and you see this dance, you like the music. Did you start taking classes? And who was your, if you did start taking classes, who was your first teacher? So I never took classes mm -hmm. because I was working when it was the classes uh -huh. and I didn't live in Paris in this time. I was living in my town in two hours of Paris. So I didn't have time to come to take classes and or things like that. Mm -hmm. And I, I wouldn't. It was like, okay, I want you show me step and I just want to have fun when I have a break, you know. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be a dancer. And then I meet my, my ex-partner, Morenasso, mm -hmm. and he showed me how to follow him, you know. Like, uh, okay, uh, try to follow me. So I tried to follow him. Mm -hmm. Wasn't so bad <laughs> for my first. Mm -hmm. And after I said, no, but try to connect your leg and try to understand what I do and everything. So explain me something, then that's my first way to learn, was with him. Okay, and how long did you guys practice? Was he already teaching? Was he already traveling to teach? Like, what was going on no. there? <laughs> no, no, we make our name together when, mm -hmm. when we start with the competition. But before, he wasn't teaching. So I think he was teaching one time in a place, but not like something very serious mm -hmm. because this time he was football player so he didn't have time to do it also and so we practice like uh, 30 minutes per week in mm -hmm. the party uh, for three months mm -hmm. and then he say oh there is a international competition and everything and I say what competition no 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 I don't come <laughs> <laughs> And he said, but why? I said, because I'm not good. I see the dancer, the girl that are moving so well and mm -hmm. they, they follow you. And for me, it was, it was diff a different dancer. His style was so different with mm -hmm. the other, you know. So I said, if you go with me, you're going you're gonna to lust. You know, you need mm -hmm. to come with someone who knows to dance. And he said, no, but I won't go with you. If, I, if you don't come, I don't come because I want something funny with you. So at the end, I said, my sister, oh, this guy, you want me to go with him in the competition? Mm -hmm. And she said, but you have to go. And I said, no, I don't <laughs> go. <laughs> and she said, listen, you don't live in Paris. So even if it's super bad, just don't come for one month and people will forget you. <laughs> <laughs> After that, I said, okay, I want, I do it. And at the end, we finish in Portugal to representing the friends. Uh, also the same years that Tony Perata and Aurélie in this time. Mm -hmm. And it was also Albir and Sarah. Mm -hmm. So we are like the generation of the explosion of Kizomba. Yeah, you, know? those, that, you guys are like kind of the original gangsters of, of Kizomba. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> okay, awesome. So you guys went to Portugal to compete and then what happened after the competition? Because, I mean, you, you did the competition, you didn't want to be a dancer, you almost didn't go to the competition, but now you're internationally known everywhere. So, so what happened after the competition? So we did the competition and after this competition, we start to have, uh, we start to have some contract. People wanted to work with us. Mm -hmm. So we say, okay, why not? Uh, we can do it uh, by side and do some, some things, you know, like uh, make demonstration in party, the things like that. Mm -hmm. And we have, um, we have a man from Belgium. Uh, José Dongala, mm -hmm. who invited us to to perform, but but it wasn't a show; it was only a demonstration, you know. 
So he said, okay, you can come to perform. I will be happy to, to have you there and everything. So it was one of the first to support us, you know, in, in, in he was one of the jury and he, he was liking what we did. Mm -hmm. So he said, okay, come in Belgium. So we go to Belgium mm -hmm. and this video make an explosion. It was like, uh, I don't know if you remember that video. We are outside on the stage. I had long hair with a black and red dress. Ah, yes, the black and red <laughs> one. I've seen that one. Yeah, so was well, I think it was our first, maybe our first stage, you know? Mm -hmm. One of our first stage, and it was crazy. And people see this video so many times, and it starts to grow up, grow up, grow up. And then we have some requests in Paris to teach in big schools. Mm -hmm. So at the beginning... We didn't know really if you wanted to do it mm -hmm. because teaching is something, you know. The thing is that Morenasso was very good with the technique because he's Angolan and and he has some new new things when he was dancing that people didn't do, you know. Mm -hmm. And me, before when I was a gymnast, I make some formation to teach gymnastics. So for me, the pedagogy was easy, you know. So I... We say, okay, let's try. So we sit down and we take a paper and we try to write, okay, say Damulia, what is it? Why we put the leg like that? We didn't want just um, just teach like, uh, okay, just put your right leg in front. The yeah, left leg definitely. Yeah, we really wanted to teach, you know. So we sit down and we take the time to write everything, the technique. And we also develop in this time a technique more academic without the style, you know, mm -hmm. just about leading and explain the leading and the posture and everything. And then uh, we start to go to be invited everywhere in the world and and we are here now. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So I'm going to put the link for the video in the show notes. So if you're listening to the podcast, um, head out to neokizoma.com. This will be podcast number 30. And you'll see the video there that Anais is talking about. So you guys can see that was the viral video. They kind of put their names out there. So, but be nice on this video <laughs> when I see me dancing. But it's good oh to see the progression. <laughs> I mean, even with Tony Pirata and Albier, you take a look at their videos from years ago. You take a look at their videos today. Like you get to see the the evolution of their style. You know, so yeah, it's a good true. thing. <laughs> okay. So, how long was it before you started doing Kizomba full time? Um, the thing is that I was working um, in my town, so I was working in social with uh, with young people who had social problems uh, during the time. Um, how can I say? Out of of school, you know, you go to school and mm -hmm. you have free time after and before and during holidays. So I was bringing them everywhere in holidays and things like that. So it was a kind of education, but we was using many things like. I was painting a lot, a lot. Mm -hmm. So I was um, trying to help help them with uh, activities and sport and many things, and bring them in you know, holidays to see the sea or to go to the mountain because they have not money to go by that themselves or the things like that. And in parallel, I was I was working for my sister and Leon, and in parallel, I was uh, also starting to teaching. So. It make me times because I was loving my job and also because I was a bit scared, you know. Mm -hmm. This time, everybody was 
the, the salsa people and they were say, saying that okay so this is Kizomba but in two years it's over you mm. know so it was a bit complicated to say okay I stop so I wait like um, three three years mm-hmm. by doing everything and in three years we was booked for one year and more so I was more comfortable and I didn't have really the choice because uh, we had a festival and I was supposed to go and uh, I was super sick. I was thinking that I, 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 I could, can I say in English, like a, a cardiac crisis? A crisis? Cardiac. Oh, with your heart? Yes, yes. A cardiac That's, crisis, okay. Yes, so I was thinking I was d- doing that. So in this time, my ex-boyfriend say, oh, we go to hospital, you look like so bad and everything. Mm-hmm. But at the end, it wasn't that I was too tired. And the doctor said, you cannot travel for three weeks, but you need to take a decision. You cannot uh, drive two hours per day, go to Paris, come back, go to work the day, go, go everywhere. It wasn't possible to continue like that. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, if I want to do... Dance, dance. I need to do it now. So I take the decision after three years. Three years. How old were you when you did that? When you took that decision? How old I, I was? Uh, let me calculate that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 34 now, so I was like uh, 28, maybe no, 29, 29, maybe. Okay. 30, yeah, 29. Nice, 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 nice. I'm so, a bit old. <laughs> I'm about to be 32. I'll be 32 okay, so, so next month. So if people ask month. you, oh yes, uh-huh. but you are younger. No, if people ask you, people, close your ears. But if people ask you, I'm 28, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll let the people know. Let's take a quick moment to thank our sponsors. Have you been looking to level up your Kizomba, but you don't have the local instructors to take you there? Are you looking for something concrete to practice with your Kizomba partner? Or are you looking for Kizomba lessons that you can take on your schedule and the comfort of your home? If you answered yes to any of these questions, look no further. LearnToKiz.com is what you need. Progressive, step-by-step lessons that you can take at your pace in the comfort of your home or anywhere with a solid internet connection on your PC, Mac, or any smartphone. New videos are added every month. You can try this awesome resource out 30 days free at learntokids.com slash podcast. After the 30 days free, it's only a low $15 per month. But again, the special offer for the Dance Your Heart On Fire listeners, 30 days free at learntokids.com slash podcast. You won't find this offer anywhere else. learntokids.com slash podcast. And now back to our show. Okay, so you decided to start dancing full time and you're with Morinasso. You have all of the the travel appointments to go to the different festivals and congresses and workshops and things like that. So looking back on it now, like, do you regret the decision? Would you do it all over again? No, I don't regret really not. It was a, it was a beautiful experience. And with Morena, so we, we just stopped, but we, we worked seven years together. So it was very, very good, you mm-hmm. know? And I like what I do. It's like I really love teaching. I think this is the thing I I like more in Kizomba is teaching. Mm-hmm. And also I like to perform. So I cannot regret, you know, it's like 
it's my way, I think. Definitely. Yeah. So what would you say has been one of the biggest lessons that you've learned with Kizomba over the seven years that you've been teaching uh, with Morenaso? This is a hard question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you don't I have to choose one, maybe three if you have a couple okay. of them. You know? <laughs> so um, I think it was a, a big step for my personal development. You know, mm -hmm. it was like, um, for me, stop my, my job, going to dance was like a big risk. You know, I wasn't really trusting myself and it was like, okay, I, I know how to dance. I know how to teach, but I don't know how it will happen. And I was always scared, you know, like, uh, and if tomorrow it stops, I have no job and everything. Mm -hmm. But I said, okay, I, I have to push myself and to do it, you know, and also, It, it was a bit hard because this world is like a man world, mm. you know. So I always have a personality who never shut up and everything, you know. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, in this world, it's more difficult, you know. But I did it and I continue to do it. But it's like, no, it's like that. I think I learned a lot about myself and about my capacity and quality and mm -hmm. everything not only the bad part of me you know yeah definitely um i would definitely agree to that i've been teaching kizomba full-time for a little over two years now so i i can relate to that i got fired from my job um back in 2014 so it's been crazy but it's it's been a, a good journey so far so it's interesting to hear your perspective because you've been at it like a lot longer you know And it's, mm -hmm. it's kind of the same thing here in the United States with the salsa events and the salsa people. And then Kizoma starts to grow and it kind of stands on its own two feet. So things like that. It's it's interesting to hear. But it's good. It's it's motivational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And still now for my life, I'm, sometimes I'm a bit scared, but it's like, uh, okay, look what you did before. And mm -hmm. you wasn't expect to do it. So relax, girl. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> So would you say that the fact that it's a man's world, would you say that's one of the, the hardest challenges you've, you've had to face with Kizomba? It's not the, the, the most difficult challenge in my life, of mm -hmm. course, but this part is very big because when you are in this world and you start to travel, mm -hmm. all your life turns around uh, this place, this, this, this Kizomba, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like... A, Every choice you do in your life is around Kizomba. Even your personal life is like uh, by side because you are never here. You always travel and everything. Mm -hmm. But the, the point that this is a man world is sometimes difficult because you, you give everything. I give everything like a man who is traveling like me, you know. Mm -hmm. We give the same. I wake up early like him. I... I practice my show same than him. I, how can I say, I don't see my family same as him. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm a best teacher than him, better teacher than him, or the better performers. But this world is like uh, a lot showing the men, 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 men. Mm -hmm. But people forget that when you are a couple, couple dancer, this is the two. It's not only the workmen. Yeah, for you know? sure. Also the girls, girls, girls work. And we, I can tell you because I know all the girls in this, all the girls in this place, but not all, but 
the girl like Sophie, like mm -hmm. Carola, like uh, Sarah, we are all working super hard, you know? And the thing is that sometimes uh, it's like you have, people doesn't recognize you. It's like, okay, ah, are you the man, blah, 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 you know? The, the girls are just, are just crazy with the guys. Mm -hmm. And the problem is that the guys, they have sometimes, not whole, but they have sometimes an ego like, uh, like super too big, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes. So sometimes it's a, bit, it's a bit hard to fight and to, to show that, okay, I'm not only a girl, I'm not like a plant dancing with a superstar. Yeah. I also open my mouth to explain you some stuff and everything. And I also, I'm also creative and everything, you know, but it's not easy for the girls. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Um, this reminds me of the note that you put out on Facebook not too long ago. Um, we're talking about uh, the quality of an instructor and then a dancer and how, a female instructor is not just a person like moving her her ass around, you know. Um, can you talk a little bit about that note and why you felt the need to to write it? And I'll also put a link to that note here on on the show notes. Yeah, of course. Um, the thing is that all the time people asking me what I do in life, and I say I'm dancer, I teach dance and everything. So you say, ah, oh, that's super nice. That's what you teach. And I say, Kizomba. And you can see the face of people are starting to be like, strange. I say, Kizomba. So people paid you to, to make the guy hot. And now, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not the same Kizomba that I teach. So it's a bit, one more time, it's a bit difficult because people think like we are we are a clown, you know, mm -hmm. you, you say clown. Yeah, we are clown. So it's like, uh, oh, you are a dancer, but it's not technique. You just check your ass mm -hmm. and everything and everything. And the thing is that it's not only for that. This is also the point that I don't understand how you can teach a couple dance, but doesn't control all parts. So if you go to the classes and you go, for example, to, to a classes of a couple or another, and you enter, and I'm a girl, and I want to learn. What happens is that the teacher never talks for the girls. Oh, yes, just move your hips like that and that and that, but it's so much more, you know? And it makes me tired because, because the thing is that if the people doesn't, I, I want to say the professional people in this mm -hmm. world doesn't take it seriously. How you want that people take us seriously? You know, it's like, it's like these people, they are paying to learn, you know, it's like, it, it's, it's the same if you go in a class and the teacher just talk for girls and don't say anything for men. Mm -hmm. It can be crazy. The people going to stop to go to, to school and learn on, on YouTube. And it's exactly what's happened with girls. But the problem is that on YouTube, there is, many good things about the hips movement. There is many things I like, but there is also shit, you know? Yeah. And they can go and they think, okay, I need to do like this, like this, like this. And when they start to go in social, they cannot dance. Or they dance like super strange. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I say, okay, it's not Kizomba. What's happening in this place? You know? Definitely. Yeah. No, and I definitely think... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, and I want to just finish by the, the thing that... Um, there is 
many people who organize and because they fall in love with this dance, you know, but they don't take the, they don't take the, how can I say? It's like they want Kizomba, so they put many people to teach in Kizomba, but they don't take the risk really to take less people to, for their client, clients can learn more, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, if I want to organize Kizomba things, I can take this, 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 many, many people, and I don't care if it's not good. It's mm-hmm. only Kizomba, we don't care. But why? We don't care. No, I, I'm not don't care, you know? Yeah, I definitely hear what you're saying. And I can see the, I guess you could say, call it inequality. But I would say even this men's world is not just in Ikizomba. It's kind of like in the general world, you know, like for in a lot of different fields for whether it be doctors or different things. I'm pretty sure like women have to fight a little bit more for the same rights as the men, you know? Yeah, it's exactly the same everywhere. The thing is that I think maybe... Maybe it was same in my work before, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was always I needed always to work ten times more than my colleague, even if he was super bad. But he was a guy, so mm-hmm. okay. But the thing is that in this world, uh, sometimes the guys um, are acting bad. You know, it's not only okay. I work with someone, we have the same post, but he has more money than me, or things like that. It's more than sometimes the guys use the girls, you know? It's like they can play. They can just clap the finger and say, okay, I fire you. Mm-hmm. You want more money? You think you are someone? Go out, I will find someone else, you know? I don't care if you dance or not. I don't care. It's like that. And people don't say anything because it's the bad part of the the dance and we don't want the people know it and it's normal because they are not coming to know everything. Mm-hmm. But it's more difficult. So it's like you have a job and in two minutes your job is over just yeah. because you, you say no. I'm not agree, you know? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So it's sad that this is like that. Yeah. But, but there are strong girls who fight for the other one. Yeah, <laughs> and I think there's more and more of it um, coming to light, you know, and appreciating both sides of, of the role, especially in a partner dance, you know, like, Yes, to follow needs to follow, but like there's a lot of technique that goes behind it, you know? So I think that's starting to change. I don't think it's... Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think there is... When I I write this this article, it wasn't like uh, everything is like that. Mm -hmm, Definitely. There is people very good. There is organizer very serious. There is teacher who was not famous, but who are very serious, you know? So no, it's not... Not everything is dark, you know, yeah. but there is this dark side and this dark side put the things less serious mm-hmm. and it starts to be more difficult to keep it as a job because it's like you can never know. You need to negotiate all the time because they won't bring so many people and you, you cannot ask for your money that you can normally have. And, but that's strange. That's, that's okay. It's, it's the world like that. Yeah. I hear you. All right. Thank you for sharing that. This is like one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the show to kind of give you a chance to kind of speak to that and put that out there for the people to hear. Because uh, I think it's an important subject that more people need to hear about for sure. Mm. So tell us about your company, Every Dance. Yes. <laughs> so uh, this year I opened my company. So 
it's my way to return in some things more more important i think you mm -hmm. know uh, so the first point is that i have a dance company so inside i have a different professional dancer but not from kizomba i have a style of popping i have many dancers mm -hmm. so this is the first part of this company so we make some show and try to to introduce uh, the kizomba in another world like a hip-hop world or uh, other dance world, you know. Mm -hmm. So to to show the people that it's a real dance and a lot of tech, technique and everything to make the community grow up. And also, I organize four times in a year uh, some charity events. So this year we choose to work for the first for the um, homeless people. Mm -hmm. So I organize uh, some workshop and and a party, and the benefit go to buy. Um, I don't know, you say in English, you know, the cover you have when you get into in camping, when you go in camping, you have a cover, like cover everything. Um, you, know? you mean like a tent? Like a bag, no, a bag, sleep bag. Like a sleeping know? bag, uh-huh. Ah, that's it. So we buy a sleep, with the benefit, we buy some sleeping bag for the homeless people. Mm -hmm. So it was the first first things, and in I think January or February, we are not agree for the moment with the dates. Uh, we're gonna organize a party and workshop, and the benefit will go to cancer research. And after, of course, uh, now everybody know I'm fighting for the right of women, so <laughs> we are we will organize same work shop and party for the benefits go to help the um, women who are beat uh, by the husband or mm -hmm. need a uh, uh, so, um, how can I say urgency urgency um, people that are in you mean for the women who are like victims of domestic abuse yeah 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 exactly so they go in some house you know to yeah the safe houses yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So we're gonna help this kind of house, and the last one will be for for helping the people who cannot hit. So for buying some food and bring somewhere. We don't know exactly yet. We are we always work with uh, some uh, organization bigger, mm -hmm. but uh, for the moment we have not decided what with who we want to work. But uh, that's it. So this is the point very important because. I'm a bit famous here, so if I can use the people who know me to help the other one, I'm happy to do it. That's awesome. That's so awesome. So, yes, if you have a link or something like that, like a Facebook group, I can put that on the podcast notes, so that way people can find out more about that as well and, and be a part of that. Okay, cool. <laughs> nice. All right, Anais, it's been an awesome interview so far. So what I'd like to do to close out the the podcast is give you the opportunity to give some advice. And I want you to give advice to female instructors in the Kizoma world. And then I want you to give advice to just the Kizoma world in general. Okay. So for you girls, um, my advice will be that if you start with Kizomba, not only dancing, but if you are instructor and, you want to be a good instructor, you need to control the two parts. It's like control the technique of ladies, 
like super well, not just on me checking the ass, but mm -hmm. everything about the posture, the condition of the arm and every, everything. And also girls, you need to learn about leading. You need to be able to lead all girls when you when you are in party so you can you can explain good to the men and good to the girls so you can be a more to have more part of your teaching mm -hmm. so if, even if your partner is sick you can be in your class and teach for all the class you know don't be dependent of someone you need to be dependent of you only so that's the advice for you ladies uh, awesome <laughs> And for the Kizomba world is that um, just try to have fun and everything. But if you want to make the Kizomba grow and that people respect it, try to to be careful of what's happened, what you like, what you don't like, and try to be a bit more interested, you know, not only about uh, the social dance or, or the video you can see on YouTube. Try to learn a bit about history. There is, there is people, uh, Angolan people, who know good the history, who know the things. So go, go to see this person and try to understand more. And also, practice your technique because it's terrible when you go in social and you start to dance with people and people start to say oh don't go dance with him because his leading is is terrible mm -hmm. or don't go dance with her because she's too heavy she's gonna walk on your foot you know so if you want that the dance grow up take classes just don't go on youtube and try to take classes with the good people, not with the liar. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That makes sense. Awesome, Anais. Thank you so much for your time. Um, if people want to find out more about you, um, how can they find you on Facebook or in any other social media that you have? So you can find me on Facebook or Instagram. My name is Anais Milon. So you can write it A N A I S. M-I-L-L-O-N and I will be happy to have you in my contact awesome awesome uh, thank you so much for your time we appreciate sharing your experience and your knowledge and your story with Kizomba and it's also going to be awesome to kind of share that with the people out there for the podcast thank you very much to you I'm very happy to have this time with you thank you very much Thank you for checking out the Dance Your Heart on Fire podcast today. Be sure to check out neokizomba.com for links to everything that we chatted about today, as well as some awesome free resources to enhance your Kizomba journey.
Thank you.